everybody, it's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ranma S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey everyone, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 180. We are that podcast that talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ranma S. I'm Ari Rockefeller. And I'm Mako-chan. And if you couldn't tell by now, my voice is shot. I think I have Labor Day Plague. What? It's a legitimate excuse. Sucks to be you. Mm, not really. It's not like I have to talk much at my job anyway. <laughs> so it's like a blessing in disguise. Yeah, no? Yeah, if you say so. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, hey. Mako's just happy because of that I don't have to talk much. <laughs> now, I'm just trying to uh, figure out how I'm going to stay awake for the entire show. <laughs> That's why long day? Um, long day and not a lot of sleep. That's why man invented coffee. I don't want to drink the coffee. I've been feeling sick and coffee will make that worse. You will drink the coffee, goddammit. Also, it's I too late wanna. at night to be drinking coffee. Oh, please. That's so different from drinking booze. It's happy hour somewhere. Shit, it's breakfast time somewhere. Well, alrighty then. We are live tonight, week of September 2nd, 2014 on the VOG Network. We're here Tuesdays at 9.30pm Eastern with replays Thursdays at 1 Eastern. Check out our interactive chat room at live.vognetwork.com. Chat clients such as Merck, XChat, Chatzilla can use irc.gamesearch.net. The chat room is VOG, V-O-G. Or you can head on over to animejamsession.com slash vognetwork. There is an IRC link. You can click on that. Whatever your default chat client is, it'll bring it right into the chat. Come on in. The water is fine. The pool is open. Check-ins are open. Come by. Hang out in the forums. It's all good. Alright, we look into the chat room real quick. They're talking about energy drinks, and Nemesis47 is talking about 5-hour energy and energy shots. And Candy Shell says, it's never too late for coffee. I like the way she thinks. I don't like coffee, so I'm kind of mad towards it. True. Then again, you are talking to somebody who will take a full cup of coffee and add a shot of, of, cap- of, of espresso right into it. You're a madman. Yep. You act like as if you're just finding this out. Eh. <laughs> All right. Let's let's start things up. Ari, how was your week and how was your day? I am really getting sick of not being able to go to work because of being uh, injured the way I am. Well, how long are you out for, dude? Well... I went up to the my employment's medical station to have them check me out, and the one doctor said he doesn't want to risk me, you know, screwing it up even more. So he said he didn't clear me to go back to work. I have an MRI on Tuesday, on Thursday, which, if it's not too bad, hopefully the doctor will say, okay, yeah, you can go back to work. Well, that would be good. Yeah, because I'm. 
really not liking not going to work. I mean, I can't understand how people can sit at home and do nothing all day. Oh, that's a story for another time. Also, it was in the 90s today, but the apartment complex I live at, they decided to close their pool. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah, other than that, my day has been really uneventful. Sorry. <laughs> it's cool. But speaking of the weather, did you notice summer just got here? Yeah. Yeah. And it's September. Like, where the fuck? Also, there's a torrential downpour going on right now. Like, where the fuck you been, Summer? Yep. A mild August with, like, 70s and low 80s temperatures. Yeah, and I'm looking at my weather here. There is no talk of rain anytime soon, except, I think, Thursday. And that might just change. Oh, it was coming down in buckets here, like, 20 minutes ago. Sounds yeah, like... it's still raining. Sounds like Sunday. <sighs> anyway. So yeah, that's how shit's been going for me. Alright. Mako-chan, how was your week and how was your day? Um, well, most of the week I have been, uh, basically getting ready for my cousin's wedding this weekend. Dead man walking. Packing since I was gonna hang out with you. Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's basically it. Um, this weekend was interesting. Um, my cousin, my cousin's wedding on Saturday, which it was just a clusterfuck. Um, the ceremony started at 6.30. We were seated, um, ready to, you know, actually start the festivities by 7.00. We didn't get to eat until almost 8.30, and this is after, you know, the first dance and the uh, toast and all of that stuff. So by the time we ate and then danced a little bit, I was just, I was so tired, I was ready to go and had an hour drive back. So I just said, fuck it. (laughs) Sounds about right. And then the outdoor little fire roasting stuff Sunday uh, which we didn't get back to your place until like what 4 a.m. Uh, a little bit after 3. Yeah because we couldn't find a freaking parking spot for almost an hour. Yeah. That was redonkulous. Yes it was. But besides all the uh, issues from yesterday which I will allow you to discuss uh was at the way station for their Monster Monday, which it was the screening of Ghostbusters, and had a hell of a lot of fun. Yeah, that was kind of fun. It really was. Yeah, but then obviously because I stayed out there again, and you were a freaking night owl who never goes to sleep, by the time I actually was able to... uh, get to sleep, and then had to get up for work, because, you know, I'm an idiot, and decided, hey, you know what, let's add an hour onto my commute. I'm just a little bit tired. Just a little bit? Just a little bit. It didn't It didn't help that I've been stressing most of the weekend, because I found out um, Sunday, as we were going to the party, that 
my registration expires Sunday. So, yeah, I've already dealt with my car being towed because the registration had expired and I had no idea. So I ran over before work today and got that done. So no more stress. caught in my throat for a little bit. So, work's been pretty good, you know, doing what I have to do. But, let's see. Like I, like Mako-chan said, we went to a wedding on Saturday. It was nice. But, like I said, the dress was kind of interesting, to say the least. Yeah, I don't know what possessed her to wear a dress that tight and that short for her wedding. Well, I did post a picture of what close, what it closely resembles, and most people thought it was okay. I mean, she was covered, and yeah. it's not like it was, you know, a big wedding church kind True. of thing. But still, it was just, it, it was a very, very modern take for a wedding dress. It, it was. Looked like she was ready to go to the club right after, right after the reception. Yeah. <laughs> And then on Sunday, we went up to my sister's place, uh, Sunsee Lee, who runs uh, Sailor Moon Avatar. She had, like, a backyard party. It wasn't like a cookout. It was just, like, a, a fire pit-type party. We showed up with s'mores, booze, hot dogs, chicken wings, and we were out there till about one-ish. And then we spent, no, we, yeah, we was out there till about one-ish, and we spent about an hour playing Street Fighter. Was kind Street of Fighter or Mortal Kombat? Yes, Mortal Kombat. You guys like, had a much nicer school. weekend than I had. Yeah, sometimes this happens. If she, if my sister wasn't having it, we probably would have stayed at home and watched TV all day. Mm. And then on Sunday, I went up to we went up to the way station, and that Monday, was, Monday, yes, we went to the way station, and that was hell within itself. Damn parade. Yeah, um, there was the West Indian Day Parade, and they had blocked off Eastern Parkway, so what should have been a 45-minute schlep turned into a 90-minute trek just to get to the other side. Fuck. It probably would have taken us a lot quicker if I had thought a lot quicker about getting over there, because I realized, oh, we could have gone to this stop and walked if I just thought of that sooner. Oh, well. Yeah, well, Shit next happens. time. Well, as if we decide to go out on um on Labor Day like that again. I don't think I will. No, I think it would depend on what movie they're showing. Well, fair enough, fair enough. <sighs> I heard that some movie theaters are going to play Naruto Road to Ninja. Yeah, I heard about that. I guess through the popularity of Dragon Ball Z, why not? But then again, it's not the first time they've done this type of stuff before, so... Mm-hmm. Now, it's usually more exclusive to the larger cities and to uh, those theaters. But it would be really nice if we got more uh, 
more coverage like they did with the Dragon Ball Z movie. Oh, okay. Where, I mean, it was spread out and you could basically find a theater anywhere, but mm. they only played it for three days, four days. Yeah. I, I wish I had gotten my hand, gotten a chance to see that, but that whole week I was so busy doing other stuff. I was just like, uh, you know. Mm, this is why I went on Tuesday. Yeah. And you left Fandoms us- collide. Yes, and you left us with a babysitter. Yes, I did. Babysitter? Yes. Avalon. Oh. Yeah. I'm still going to get you back for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. We're going to go ahead and take our first break. And when we get back, we got some great topics and some interesting stuff that's been happening while we were gone. So, we'll be back. <laughs> Get up, 
Okay. I was trying to find this one important article that popped up, but here's the thing. Um... When somebody, when you share an article on Facebook, it people see it. When the original link gets deleted, anything pointing to it gets deleted as well. But I do remember what happened exactly. Now, we've all gone to cons. Some of us have gotten our drink on and have done some real stupid shit. Me more than others. <laughs> But what happened at Dragon Con is something that even I'm just saying I wouldn't do because I know my limits. All right. Long story short, this one guy brings this girl over and says, "This dude over here has something to say to you." And she's like, "What's going on?" And he everybody in this is a little tipsy or drunk. Whatever. So, the guy that brings her over is just grinning like a fucking Cheshire cat. The other dude looks at her and just... Now, even I wouldn't say this to my to, to, to female friends of mine, even if I was joking. We could go back 20 years. Unless it's in a script, that's a different story. So, pretty much, she, he pretty much said to her, You have no tits, and just started busting out laughing. What a charmer. Yes, very. And usually, in a situation like that, when somebody says that, it becomes fight or flight. She didn't fly, but she lost her shit on this dude. And it's like, you don't say this, da 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 Now, the dude that brought her over apologized. Eventually, the other guy apologized. Now, I can understand how this all came out, because when you're slightly uh, intoxicated, you're more likely to open your mouth and say shit. And I feel, you know, when you're tipsy kind of drunk, you're allowed one. Because everyone's like, well, he was drunk. He's not normally like that. But if that happens a little bit more often, then that's not going to fly. So she went on her Facebook page and blogged about it. Not where you talk about, like, a generic incident. She was pretty much naming names. And, and the white knighting was kind of... Was, was strong as hell. And the dude that originally apologized... Was trying to say he was sorry, da 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 And she was like, nope, I don't want to hear it. Now, one thing I just remembered from the story... Now, the, original, the first guy who apologized... When this shit went down, she was with some friends. He ran off. Her friends held down the other dude, and they were ready to whoop his ass over this. Now, I can understand being mad, ready to whoop somebody's ass, but in a place like Dragon Con or something like that, you're better off holding the person down and calling security and let them take care of it. So, pretty much after all of this came down, the the original dude who, who made the original insult goes on his Facebook and is like I'm tired of people slandering me and if it doesn't stop I'm getting I'm getting lawyers involved oh boy and my thought is and I've seen people do this shit before is it really slander of the person telling the truth um 
No, he because of the incident and the way that it happened, he really doesn't have a leg to stand on because right. she is telling the truth. But at the same time, uh, I don't know. Yeah, he was just a dick. It shouldn't have happened. He apologized, mm -hmm. and she went on looking for sympathy. Yes. Again, it shouldn't have happened in the first place, but the fact of the matter was that, you know, he they were trying to handle it without bringing it right. to, you know, the internet for everybody to see. Yes. And I'm just saying, it just seems like she was just looking to, like, get him hard, like, be very vindictive and, like, bring him down. To be perfectly honest, you cannot bring a cosplayer down in the community. You really can't. Even short of having the person arrested, most people in the cosplay community have short-term memories. It'll be forgotten. People move on. Some people might even be bragging about it later. Eh, that happens too. Yeah, my whole thing is if somebody had done that to me... <laughs> mm -hmm. And the fact of the matter, obviously, she must know who it is to yes. be able to call him out for it. Or, you know how it is in the cosplay community. Everybody knows this one person by name, but you don't know him, know him. But if you call him by this name, he responds. He'll, be like that. he'll chat it up with you and go about his way, you know? Like that. Yeah, mm -hmm. I mean, I, I would have handled that at the convention. Right. Whether or not I accepted his apology, I would not have... Mm -hmm then gone online and go, you know what this shithead did. I mean, I think it's okay to blog about it, but not where you're going to, like, call the person out and be, like, trying to turn people, you know? Mm. That's how I look. That's how I kind of feel. But at the yes. same time, being drunk does not give an excuse at all on That's... what he did, why he did it, or anything like that. I suppose it would be pissing in the ocean to just say, why did you just not make the comment in the first place? Mm -hmm. But you know how it is. When you drink a little, you open your mouth a little bit more. It happens. It happens, yes. but at that point, if you can't... If you can't not make dumbass jokes like that, especially when you know it's probably going to hurt somebody... Mm -hmm then you need to not drink around exactly. people. Or be like me, just drink and say sh and don't say shit. Well, yeah, I'm just saying, if you can't not say shit mm -hmm. when you're drinking, you need to not drink. Yeah, and then when you own up to it, the other person's like, no, no, no. If somebody's going to own up to their fuck-up, let them own up to it. Don't beat it any more than it is. I don't know. I mean... <sighs> I don't know. I wasn't there, yeah. so I don't know. I think something like that would be like a case-by-case -case basis because of what happened. Now, I mean, and the fact of the matter that obviously you can't find the post anymore. Yes. So something must have happened to handle it. Mm -hmm. We didn't get a follow-up as to why it was deleted, though? No. If I had, th if I had thought it was going to get deleted, I probably would have screen-capped that shit for posterity, but... Whatever. I'm pretty sure someone has somewhere. Yes, trust me. When fights like this happen, somebody has screen captain and will usually rear its ugly little head. And speaking of rearing its ugly little head, we had another 
incident at Dragon Con, and this is another one where it got out of hand. Well, long story short, Yaya Han was there, and she had an entourage. She had this very big uh, cosplay. Going through a tight hallway, her entourage was pretty much trying to, like, kind of get people to the side, move to the side, like, stand aside. Um, one person that had pushed aside, I think he had um, a disability, and the family kind of like, yo, what the fuck? And from my understanding, the family got upset because they pushed to get the, their child aside. They go on the fa- on Facebook calling her out, like, how can you do this? This is a young child. She gets on Facebook apologizing, asking, find the family, let me personally apologize, da 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 Dragon Con's a big convention. Big costumes, small costumes, big hall, big hallways, small hallways. Some people have entourages. Then it's just me. People will get bumped aside. It happens. I've seen this happen at various conventions, but it's more I think like, of an entourage that she usually has. I don't know. Huh. And I've seen, like, little entourages, you know, at conventions, because it's a big costume. And they ask you, excuse us once, which I get. I get that. But then it's like the family's getting upset about which I understand, but I think, again, this falls under communication mishap, and because of the person that was involved, they want to bring the person down. And like I said, you can't really bring a cosplayer down. Even short of jail time, you really can't, because short-term memory. People will forget, and people will move on. I bring up one more thing, but I think that's just that, that's just it. Uh, that's just whatever. Evidently, as you can tell, most of the issues that happen at conventions of he said, she said, a lot of times either has to do with two things. Booze and communication. And sometimes the two will intertwine and make things a lot more discombobulated. And as uh, Gamer Girl X says, it was it's usually her hu- Yaya Han's husband who is her entourage. And as Candy Jam says, it was a hotel staff. So it's now like he said, she said. But, yeah, you know, like it's... I'm trying to find pictures of this huge cosplay. And if this is it, holy shit. Share in the chat. One second. I'm just mm-hmm. trying to double check and make sure because this was, is. And she was on stilts. Yeah, okay, then that this. is this picture. This is a crazy, elaborate costume. Yes. And as Gamer Girl X just said, a valid point. But honestly, if you know that a convention area is wall to wall people, forcing your way through a big costume on stilts through a crowd is a severe lack of judgment. Oh, it definitely is. Yes. But I can see that, you know, somebody that's in this costume, and I'm going to share it in the Vogue chat as soon as it goes up. And that's that's live.vognetwork.com. Come on in. Join the fun. So, yeah, not only is she on stilts, but the dress itself is it looks to be probably about five feet wide at the widest part of the dress. Damn, that's Plus she's in a headpiece that obviously she can't move in. So I don't blame Yaya for this one because she's probably being dressed like she probably cannot see anything around her Mm -hmm. when she's walking down the hall in this. 
she's had blinders on. No, well, just the that. just the amount of stuff attached to her. I'm guessing she cannot move her head. I mean, I, it kind of reminds me of the couple times I used to ride with my grandfather. Because he drives Mack trucks for a living. And trust me, when you're up that high up, sometimes you can't see uh, what's set far in front of you, you know? So that's not really good. Yeah, so, I mean, I can understand that the people probably helping her to walk around, mm -hmm. uh, pushing people out of the way. Um, and I can understand that, you know... Autism and things like that are, you know, hidden issues with a person. They probably had no idea that this person has an issue. They were probably just standing in the middle of the aisle, standing yeah. in the middle of the hall, looking at this elaborate costume and not paying attention to the fact that this person needs to actually walk by. And they could have been asked politely to please yes. step aside mm -hmm. and did not move. And finally, you know, whoever was with her decided to move them themselves. Yes. So, I mean, the, that fact is upsetting. But at the same time, you know, you don't know. And we don't know if she was in a hurry to get somewhere, if she was on her way to her hotel room to get out of that. Because that looks like something that would hurt after a while. Yeah. So, I mean, we don't know what's going on, and the fact that she actually did attempt to somewhat apologize after the fact, when she probably, again, because of the way the costume is, she probably didn't even know that something had happened until after right. the fact. But as always, because of who she is, people are ready to jump. And, you know, I, like I said... Jump to her defense? Yeah, or attack. I mean, I've been on both sides of this, and honestly, it falls down to a lot of lack of communication. A lot of people are ready to point fingers and be like, wait, hold on. Let's see what happened, then make our decision. But too many people don't do that. No, I mean, I'm not a Yaya Han uh, fan at all, but... Even I can look at this and go, yeah, I can't really see her being at fault for this. Whereas exactly. some of the stuff she, you know, she posted on her, on her Facebook or yes. she says it in the show. And, you know, that's actually her doing it. That's actually her saying it. But mm -hmm. something like this, I can't, I can't put blame on her for it. it, it shit happens. Accidents happen. You know, you just got, well, you know. It's like I said, she tried to make amends for it, and some people are like, well, that's not good enough. Well, how do you know? She would barely see him when she bumped into him. Exactly. Now, if she didn't say anything about it, I could see people going going on the attack, but she was like, I'm sorry, try to find a family, make a, make amends and apologies. That's, some, that's something most co some cosplayers won't even do at all. No. If it had been a lot of other cosplayers, ones that weren't quote-unquote cos-famous and had, you know, Facebook profiles and crap like that, um, if that would have gotten back to them, they would have gone, ha ha ha, who gives a shit? It probably already has, so... Mm. And these are quote-unquote cos-famous people who have bought likes, shots fired. Let's yeah. move on. <laughs> Okay, uh, Mako. 
I think you. I think the first one is all you. I would love to, but my computer is spazzing out right now. Okay. Want me to take it while uh, hers gets Go on for it. Yeah, because your audio is starting to kind of slightly fluctuate. So, Marco, you take the next one. I'll take this one. Go for it. Japan's legendary all-woman theatrical company, the Taka... The Takarazuka yes. Review is bringing Lupin the Third to the stage. So yes, just like, so yeah, like it's like a, what was it, Sarah Mew on stage? Was yeah. it? All right. It's yeah. like, it's Takarazuka is an all-female musical troupe, and there are different types, as I've learned from my friend Shar. They've been entertaining Japan, Japanese audience for for a hundred years. The group is comprised solely of women performers playing both the male and female roles. The review was even influential on Osama Tezuka, Japan's quote-unquote god of manga. Mm-hmm. Grew up in the city of Takarazuka. Yep. There we go. And often incorporated gender-bending characters into his stories. Lupin musical is titled Lupin III Chase After the Queen's Necklace and will be performed by the company Snow Troop. It will start Sena Sagiria's Lupin will open on January 1st. And these women make these women make a like Lupin and a even a Jigen Daisuke look really really pretty. Yep. Although is it just me? Like here, I'll share the uh, image in the chat. Go for it. Something's kind of off about uh, Lupin's eyes in this one. I can kind of see it. It does look like a little bit derped. Yeah, not fully centered. It might have been bad photoshopping. Eh. But, but, uh, but it looks like... I'm looking at a, this uh, dice game in the background. I'm thinking, oh, God, it's a, it's a tuxedo common all over again. Jigen <laughs> looks kind of like Johnny Depp. And there's another image. This one is the, uh, like the full like theater poster. Mm-hmm. I'm tr- I'm trying to deduce what a uh, Zenigata's deal is with the uh, with his facial expression, and I'm kind of drawing a blank here. And as Nemesis Forty Seven says, "Derpy the Third, wow." My Little Pony, Lupin the Third crossover, book it. And it says at the bottom of the article that they also did um, the Phoenix Wright musicals. I didn't even know Phoenix Red had a musical. Neither did I. But I do know that that movie was fucking amazing. Some people just recently figured out that that uh, Phoenix Red did a crossover with Professor Layton. It just came out like last week. I need to get money so I can get that. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> I'll be y'all can play. I'll be sitting over here singing. Everything is awesome. Everything okay. is cool. While playing the Lego Movie video game. I ain't stopping you. Cool. Alright, Marco, is your computer still giving you the middle finger? Uh, yeah, but I don't really need the article for this, because there's not really, you know, a full article. Uh, basically, we touched on last week that uh, the new Tenchi Muyo anime... Yes. ...and the fact that they're bringing in a lot of original characters uh, not was from previously the- seen in the... Uh, in the series so far, you were, but, so, you were almost off your chain on that one. Yeah, I was. I was pretty damn pissed because yeah. we hadn't heard anything 
And finally, um, they have released pictures of the original female characters. So these pictures are... Uh, some people are liking it. Some people are not liking it. Um, I'm on the fence about the new outfits. I don't see it really fitting in for some of the characters, just how sexy they are. So I'm I'm hoping that it's uh, basically just kind of, you know, promotional photos, especially since it looks like they all have tattoos or some sort of striping or something. Yeah, but we have Ryoko, we have Aieka, we have Mihoshi, we have Washu, and Sasami's on there too, right? Yes. Yep. And so yeah. if you look at the outfits per se, Sasami's is very reminiscent of Pretty Sammy. Sasami looks like Mik- Miku. Um, I can see Yeah, that. Miku Hatsune. Yes. Okay, there we go. It's up now. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, so Ryoko is basically in... It's a mock of her battle suit. Like a fusion but, hybrid. Yeah, it's it's kind of a, like a like a bodysuit. It's not a cat suit anymore because mm-hmm. her upper thighs are shown. They're stockings. From, yeah, and she's wearing stockings now. Also, she's this close to having a little Kim kind of dress. Yeah, that is a very large keyhole opening right there. But then again, I can't tell if that's just part of the design because it looks like the design that is definitely part of her outfit continues over to that. So I think we're going to have to definitely see finished because this is... Just the way it's drawn, it is definitely concept art. Um, Ayaka has what looks like her traditional kimono-type outfit, but she's got a slit all the way up to her waist on one side. And a corset. Yeah, and that's definitely not something that she would have worn. Sasami is definitely in what looks like the Pretty uh, Pretty Sammy outfit. And again, though, it's very, very short, and it looks like she's got yellow uh, yellow thigh highs on. Mm -hmm. And then Washu is, holy crap. Um, She's got her doctor's... professor. (laughs) Yeah, she's in uh, a short dress with, you can obviously tell, is a garter underneath keeping up stockings. And that's not something that she would have been caught dead in in the original series. Mihoshi is in her uh, in her galaxy police in outfit. bunny style. And I'm suddenly thinking of, Har- of Haruhi, you know? Mm-hmm. She looks yeah. like a playboy bunny. Yeah. Kinda. But, I mean, that that is, this is truly based off of her galaxy police outfit, though. Mm-hmm. Complete with the little powder puff tail. But that's that's actually the closest to any of the original designs and ha- like how it actually was. Um, obviously, I believe she had like a full uh, like arms and everything like that with that outfit, and it wasn't just a collar with a tie, right. which is what this is. But speaking it of ties, what's what's up with this one? It goes all the way down. Yeah, and it looks like a piece of bacon. 
To register participation for this week's episode of Anime Jam Session on vognetwork.com, use the passphrase FIGHTER. Cue cue the weird boner. (laughs) Because it's bacon. Mm Mm-hmm. But yeah, and then you get a you, you get a group shot with Ayaka and Ryoko, and just looking at their outfits, that is definitely a keyhole in Ryoko's outfit. But that design follows onto her boob, which is just really weird. And then Ayaka does have what looks like a tattoo all the way up her thigh, and then her skirt is again slit all the way up to her waist, and it just doesn't look like something that she would have worn. She was very she was very much a proper princess when not fighting. But looking at all of the girls outfits for the new characters, Mm -hmm. they've all got slits all the way up. They've all got like side keyholes in their skirts or they've got cleavage down to their belly button. So it's definitely the art style that they're going with, but I'm hoping it's just the concept because none of these, these are all very much, you know, just hand-drawn pictures at this point. There's also only one no or two. Q&A. Well, if it's based off of the original, original series, there was no Kione. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Kione came in with um, Tenchi Universe. Tenchi and as Nemesis says in the chat room, Ayaka's getting desperate to lay Tenchi anyone? Well, chirp, with chirp, the way chirp, this chirp. art is, they're all getting desperate to lay Tenchi. Mm. Even, even, even Sasami. You, you, you even backfire. Sasami's Tenchi outfit. might not even like tattoos. Hey, uh, Marco. Hmm? Are you the key holder? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> well, I mean, looking at Washu, that you know, that's all PVC right there. So, yeah, I mean, that's that's definitely kind of latexy looking. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I'm hoping that there's that this is just concept art, and this isn't what they're actually going to look like. It's it's too sexy for what I think Tenchi was. And the other thing I want to know with this series, um, because it doesn't say, is where it takes place. I mean, for the most part, each season of Tenchi has been a standalone. And then they did the new OVA, which was a sequel to the original OVA. We don't speak of that. Yeah, we don't speak of that. So I'm wondering if this is falling in someplace. Obviously, if Kione is not there, it's falling into that first or second OVA series. Mm. Um, Or it could just be something, you know, how they attempt to make it where you can place it anywhere in the series. True. But I don't, it's just, I'm looking at the art and I don't, I don't know. This looks like some fan art that you would find, not official art. I think this is like official rough drawings. And if you look at the, the last picture of, of a couple of them together, that's what I think it's going to look like. I think it's going to be a lot more cleaned up by the time it starts in October. 
I'm not talking about the cleaned upness. I'm talking about their outfits. Oh, well. Their outfits in general. I mean, even the girls that are supposed to be in school, those are not school outfits. True. Maybe the, those are the designs just to get people interested to watch, like kind of lure people in. Who knows? They may be just know. one-shot outfits for all we know. Could be. I don't I do, know. I do like How much you want to bet someone's already thinking of cosplaying one of these? Yeah, I could have told you that. Yeah, if if I had the ability to cosplay this washu, I would cosplay the shit out of this washu. Mm. But this is definitely not, you know, little washu washu. Yes, indeed. This is adult washu showing off her tits and everything. My Which, washu, again, is not something grown. that little washu would have done. My washu, you've grown. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's like that one episode um, where she's taking care of Tenchi's cousin. And while going through that, she reminisces about the fact that she was a mother. Mm-hmm. And at the end of that episode, decides that she, you know, wants a child. And that's when you truly find out that she is also after Tenchi. And she becomes her true adult form. And she's an adult. But that is the only time in the entire series that you ever see her as an adult. Hmm. And if we go to the chat room at live.vognetwork.com, the chat has gone from anime to bacon. We have Bacon is Awesome. Bacon is not only awesome, but Bacon is life. And Bacon is IRL Phoenix Down. Mm, I suppose so. All because of a one-off joke about what some tie looks like. Yeah. And Dungeon Buster finishes off with, He who controls the bacon controls the universe. Uh. <laughs> uh. Okay. Now, here is some interesting news that popped up. We all grew up with Hello Kitty, one way or another. Whether we watched the cartoon, I remember Hello Kitty's Furry Tale Theater, which I believe that's where Tara Strong got her start. It seems that Hello Kitty is not a cat. Hello Kitty is a furry. What? And a- Yes, and originally according to Sanrio, Hello Kitty is not a cat. Her name is Kitty Williams, Kitty White, and is from England. To that I said, I wonder if she's anyways related to the dub of Luna from Sailor Moon. Wah, wah, wah. (laughs) I can imagine those two snarking it out. Probably. But here's the thing. Hello Kitty isn't a cat. She is not a cat either. She is anthropomorphic. So, yeah, the the original story was that this woman is doing um, a, a show in, I think, L.A. Yes. And it's about the history of Hello Kitty and all of that stuff. So she sent her speech to Sanrio. And Sanrio sent her back saying, because um, she said that Hello Kitty was a cat. Right. They sent her back saying, Hello Kitty is not a cat, she's a girl. Yes. That story blew up and everybody was like, holy crap, Hello Kitty isn't a girl. Uh, Hello Kitty isn't a cat. The thing is, you're looking at Japanese animation. Yep. And if you're looking at Japanese animation, 
their hair can be the shape of something. Look at, you know, Sailor Moon, mm -hmm. who has the Odongo and the tails. Yep. Uh, her namesake, Bunny. One of her enemies had hair in the shape of cat. One of the four sisters. Yep. So that's a possibility. She's got whiskers. Well, look at Naruto. Naruto has three lines on each cheek. Mm-hmm. So she then they like basically, yeah, the, ne the next day they basically uh, backtracked and go, oh, no, you know, she's, she's a cat, but she's not a cat. Mm -hmm. Just like Mickey is a mouse, but not a mouse. And at that point, everybody in the fandom went collectively, no shit, Sherlock. Like how Goofy isn't a dog, but Pluto is. Yeah. But, I mean, he's obviously goofy is canine. Yes. It's it's not like you're going to go Sonic the uh, anthropomorphic uh, hedgehog. No. Sonic is a hedgehog. Yep. And meanwhile, Shadow's a single father of one child. <laughs> okay. <sighs> What? Legitimate comment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By the way, I'm looking at this. Uh, somebody did figures for uh, Sailor Moon, but ponified them, as in... Yet again? Uh, well, no, it's the actual uh, My Little Pony ponies with Sailor Moon outfits on. Ooh, and Rainbow Dash is Mars. Which is a hell of a lot more fitting than Rainbow Dash being Jupiter. I'm just going to say that. Uh, 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 and Luna is Sailor Moon. And as the go back for one split second, Gamer Girl asks Didn't Sanrio San also renege on the cat dispute and said she was a cat anthropomorphic or something I believe so yeah they yes. they're the ones that basically were like because everybody's like oh my god she's a little girl oh my god she's a little girl and Sanrio found like all of this stuff and said uh no she's not a little girl either and then that's when they said you know she's an anthropomorphic cat well okay that means she's still a cat yes and a girl Mm -hmm. Cat girl yeah. Nuku Nuku. Yeah. I think they could have just kept their mouth shut about the whole thing, and it would wouldn't have caused nearly as much confusion. Yeah, the the way that they originally changed this woman's speech, it's like you know she's not a cat, she's a girl, as if we didn't understand that you know there are male and female animals. Well, no, not not that they're male and female animals, but that we as, uh, almost as if we as Americans did not understand the concept of humanizing an animal. Yeah. Meanwhile, hi there, Mickey Mouse. M-I-C-K-E-Y-M-O-U-S-E-S-T-F-U. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's, uh, I don't, I don't know. It, it, that whole thing just ended up being... Uh, way, way, way pushed out of 
what it should have been. Yeah. Completely. Because, it, it, again, it's, it's almost as if they looked at it and said, oh, you know, these Americans are stupid. They're calling her a cat. She's not a cat. You know, we're not going to say, oh, you know, the anthropomorphic figure, Hello Kitty. We're going to say the cat and understand that she has human qualities. Yep. We are going to go ahead. We're going to change it up a little. We're going to go ahead and open the Skype line. So you want to talk to us about conventions you've been to this past weekend or anything in regards to tonight's uh, podcast episode. Go right ahead. You have two minutes. We won't get to you right away because we are doing a couple other things as we're doing this, so please bear with us. Because what we're going to do now is go ahead and start the open forum topic. And the open forum topic is where we ask you all of your opinions on something in the anime, cosplay, pop fandom one way or another. That's all. And this week, we decided to talk about fanfiction. Oh boy. Yes. We've read it and most likely have written it. But the one thing we've probably read is crossover fanfics. So what fanfic have you read that has actually crossed over a couple of animes that has actually worked? Okay. From Serenity41088. is a fanfic she's been working on with Doctor Who and Hetalia based off of an RP. That could be kind of interesting. From Candy Jam, we have Harry Potter and nearly any anime alive. Somehow, it always just works, but a really fun one was involving Avatar The Last Airbender. Huh. Yeah, that was kind of interesting. Um, while we go ahead and try to go while we go ahead and kind of figure things out our own questions let's go ahead and open up the skype line uh you are live on anime jam session who are we talking with tonight candy jam hey you hello 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 what's up and your two minutes starts now Hi guys, I just wanted to let you know of something I just heard of. Um, it turns out that veterans of Disney are trying to save 2D animation Ooh. with uh, something anyway. called Hubaloo. I think I heard. A I bit about saw that. some of the art for that, some of the pre-art for that. It looks amazing. Yeah, and they opened an Indiegogo so fans can help and um, dedicate, and they have 29 days left. I might have to throw a couple of dollars on it to check that out. So, yeah, that's all I just want. I don't really have anything to really say because you guys pretty much covered everything that was really hectic this week. Um, oh, one thing I do remember is Will Wheaton has not gotten another um, season for his show. He has been canceled on Sci-Fi. Yeah, Will Wheaton Project. Yeah, if it wasn't like Tosh.0, it probably would have gotten over better. But then again... But anyway, you guys rock. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Yeah, I watched some of the Will Wheaton project. I liked it, but I guess if it wasn't like uh, Tosh.0, it probably would have done better. But then at again, the very least, his tabletop game series is going strong. Mm-hmm. True. That and Daniel Tosh is a hack comic. He's not funny. Shots fired. How's that shots fired when it's the goddamn truth? Mm-hmm. Seriously, I played a lot of great games that I 
didn't I wouldn't have been introduced to until uh I saw it on saw it on uh, Will Wheaton's tabletop. Mm. Trail at the Hall's House on the Hill. Especially this is an especially good one. Okay. Alright, now we were talking fan fiction crossover, so I haven't written any fan fiction in a while. I don't know if I'm gonna pick a, pick that up again. But I will say that there were always good Ron Moore has Sailor Moon fanfiction crossovers I have read. And they were pretty good. But it also didn't help the fact that with the short hair, Akane pretty much did look like Ami Mizuno. Mm. Alright, what about you, Mako? <laughs> oh god! Oh boy. Oh god! Um... Well, no. As it was said, uh, basically Harry Potter mixed with any anime. Uh, my perf- personal preference for that, um, besides Sailor Moon, because obviously Sailor Moon, um, I enjoy when people actually combine the first book of Harry Potter yeah. with um, Full Metal Alchemist. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, wait. VG Cat made a joke like that too. Mm-hmm. Philosopher's Stone. Yes, and there are a couple of really good ones out there, where you know the the mirror ends up bringing them to like crossing over the dimensions somehow. The other one that I really really like is Doctor Who and Sailor Moon, mainly because Pluto is the mistress of time. Mm-hmm. She's the one that controls that. And there have been a lot of very, very good fan fiction where the doctor or companions or something like that have gotten stuck in the time stream or met up with Pluto at some point and had to had to figure things out. The one fanfic that I really, really enjoy is Sailor Pluto um, meets up with every incarnation of the doctor mm. in different order. Um, so, like, I think her first meeting with the Doctor is, like, his fourth or fifth incarnation, and his final meeting with her is, or her final meeting with him is actually his first meeting with her. So she, yeah, so she, at that point, at the end, knows everything that's going to happen to him. Because, you know, he's been able to stop and talk with her and she helped him through, you know, the whole, um, basically killing off the Time Lords and all of that. Mm -hmm. So her last meetup with him is his first meetup with her and she knows exactly what's going to happen to him and just the, the drama between all of that is actually really, really well written. Okay. Uh, Nemesis, if I can find it, I will attempt to uh, post it, but it's been a very, very long time since I've read it. Alright, and let's go ahead and take another call on the Skype line. Hi, you're live on Anime Jam Session. Who are we talking with tonight? Oh, hey guys, it's uh, Nemesis47. How y'all doing today? Hey, Nemesis. Hello. Hello, hello. Hey, what's up? And your two minutes starts now. Okay, first off, though, just to say something real quick, though, tomorrow's my birthday. Happy birthday. Happy, Happy birthday. birthday. I'll ask Thanks. Marco to make you a cake, but I don't think it's going to get there in time. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. Uh, yeah, tomorrow I'm going to be turning 28 and everything. Um, anyway, so, um, about, um, 
how that the fan fiction means we're using it's a fan fiction means Serenity 1488 started. It's basically just an RP probably that just started off as just me and her me and her just, you know, doing a doing doing RP RPs here and there and it ended up becoming a bit of a Italia Doctor Who fanfic. So they get right. basically the twelfth doctor is the uh, father of them England and England himself, and um, basically, in some time in the opening, though, pretty much America and her dates, and pretty, pretty much it's a it's a it's a it's, it's a it's a pretty well 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 in fan uh, RP me her her done it's still pretty much going so far. <laughs> okay, interesting. Mm-hmm. Oh, and oh, 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 by the way, Mako, do you ever just have the link to that uh, Sailor Moon uh, Doctor Who thing? I would like to check ch- check that out. It's pretty cool. It's been a while since I've read it, like years and years. If I can find it, I will uh, definitely save it and give it to you next week. All right, sweet, sweet, sweet. Oh, and oh, and by the way, um, thanks, uh, 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 Mako and Mako, uh, uh, Mako Rama. Thanks for actually. Um, Adding me and me, me and me and Sarah on Facebook, by the way, it's pretty nice, pretty pretty awesome. Uh, no problem. All right, man. Um. Oh, and uh, one more, uh, one more, uh, one more thing before I go. Uh, Marco, you might have seen the propagas to the Sailor Moon, uh, to to to, to say Sailor Moon's device, like the Moon Scepter and the Moon Wand and all that. Those look pretty pretty, pretty awesome. Yeah, I actually have um, Sailor Jupiter's transformation pen coming to me shortly. Oh, nice! Can we? That's pretty cool. Yep. Yeah. Well, anyway, anyway, guys, it looks like my two minutes is almost up. So I'll, 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 uh, um, I'll, uh, I'll, 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 I'm definitely gonna be listening, in, guys. Uh, good show, by the way. Cool. Thank you. Thanks. All right, see you guys. Uh, talk, talk to you later. All right, later. All right, bye, bye. Bye, bye. All right, that was pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. All right, Ari, you can you've called yourself the master of the written pen. So what you written got? Board, but. Written word. Honestly, I've writ- I've actually read very little uh, crossover stuff, but uh, I I do know that a lot of animes have lent them themselves to uh, crossovers. And I know Digimon and Pokemon was a very f- popular uh, crossover pair, as was uh, Dragon Ball Z and Sailor Moon. Mm-hmm. And even nowadays, uh, Naruto and One Piece. But uh, I think one of the funniest ones I've I've come across I've just um, <coughs> pardon me rediscovered after I'm going on TV trips <coughs> was this one story written by a guy named Gavick who's a contributor for Fourth Letter. Right. He uh, wrote like years ago he wrote a story on a forum I used to go to called How Akuma Kicked Christmas's Ass. What? Oh yeah. Basically, the story of how the Grinch stole Christmas with Akuma as the Grinch and the Capcom fighting game universe as the rest of Whoville. Alrighty then. It's every bit as glorious as it, as it sounds. But uh, oddly enough, some of the uh, my favorite series don't provide themselves to a lot of. I guess really good uh, fanfics like yeah. like Megas XLR and Code Lyoko. Mm-hmm. Though, uh, oddly enough, one of the better ones I've read in a long time is uh, Shinji and Warhammer Forty Thousand. Which, uh, to anyone who is not familiar with it, like a couple years before the events of it, the first Evangelion, you know, the TV series, 
Shinji discovers a chest full of Warhammer 40,000 miniatures and manuals, like, washed up on the beach. And he becomes inspired. Let's just put it that way. Ah. He's not nearly as much of a pussy as he is in the normal anime. But, yeah, as I'm doing this now, I'm looking at the... Uh, at this one page on TV Tropes looking for a uh, reading material while trying to work on mine in between c computer crashes and other stuff I'm trying to write. But, uh... Yeah, I've re read considerably less fan fiction than I have in the past. Okay. I would say something is wrong with me, but that would just... that wouldn't be nearly scratching the surface. Well, before we continue on, I gotta make a quick break in here. It seems that the Sailor Moon signal is being shot up in the air like the bat signal. Yep, yep. Oh, goody. Yes. Moonlight Party, a Sailor Moon slumber party. It seems that this is going to go all out with Hulu. So, Friday, this, this Friday, starting at 8pm Pacific, which is Midnight Eastern. This is premiering the first four episodes of Sailor Moon on Hulu, dubbed. Ray, I can barely contain myself. Yeah, I'm more excited about the fact that, you know, all of the people are going to be watching at the same time. The photo... Um, it, it's a there's a contest going on. Mm -hmm. It's f a party photo and trivia contest. Yeah. And the prizes, uh, posters, the novelty coins, T-shirts, and I believe the grand prize is uh, for one of I, I think the DVD Blu-ray collection. Well, I guess if they're taking pictures, I'll have to submit a picture of me holding my Sailor Venus uh, body pillow and wearing the hat from Star Night Creations. That might be a little disturbing. The All body right. pillow, I mean. Yeah, um, uh, you might be okay, so... The contest includes a photo submission portion and a trivia question portion. To enter the photo submission, follow the specific entry rules provided by the sponsor on its designated Facebook. Uh, to enter the trivia portion, follow the specific entry rules, followed by the sponsor. Uh, so this isn't exactly stating yet what the photo is going to be. Right. But I'm going to assume that the photo is probably going to be, you know, showing you in slumber party mode. Probably. But, so, yeah, it's, uh, there's going to be YouTube live stream for it. Nice. Uh, according to this, uh, the, uh, yeah, if you go to, uh, at Sailor underscore Moon underscore NA, that is their Twitter account. And I'm already following. And that they will also have information there. If not, um, if you are on the official Viz Media Facebook page, and it is official Viz Media, you can find the 
the uh, the invite for the event on there if you want to follow it on Facebook. Cute. And I just saw it pop up through Moon Kitty, so I just retweeted that. So. All right, we're coming down to the wire. Let's go ahead and do news from Japan. We'll do that while the Skype computer slowly takes its time of shutting down. And I'm starting to complain because that humidity is starting to get to me. I have my air conditioner on like 60 and it's like still kind of hot in here. Yeah, it was a little bit humid this morning. Yeah, and by a little bit, a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I'm saying in your apartment it was a little bit humid this morning. You yeah. might want to check the, the so, filters or something I'm in that unit. I'm probably going to do that later on. Alright. I'll take the first one, because I can relate to this, but I've never gone to this extreme. Now, as kids, remember when cartoons were on regular TV and you didn't need cable? Uh-huh. Kinda? Yeah. And you got upset when someone would come between you and your cartoons. Oh, that I definitely remember. Yes. So, in China... A 10-year-old boy cuts construction worker's lifeline because noise was interrupting his cartoons. What? Yes. According to the media in Guizhou province, a man was installing a light on the outer wall of an apartment building on the 8th floor around 3.40 in the afternoon. During the job, he noticed his safety line was shaking, and a young boy was cutting his lifeline with a knife from the window of the same floor. He was shouting to the boy to stop, but he didn't care. He just continued to cut the rope like he didn't give a fuck. Which he obviously didn't. Yes. People were able to contact the local fire department who were able to rescue the guy to safety. When the police confronted the 10-year-old, he initially denied guilt, but soon broke under pressure and confessed. He told the police, The sound of drilling outside was noisy while I was watching cartoons, so I cut the rope with a knife. I hope his parents the, and the construction worker and his buddy swarmed around him and started shouting at him like uh, drill instructors. Probably, but what also happened is that the parents apologized for jeopardizing the man's life and also paid for the, sa- the separate safety line. Good for them. Yes. Yeah, if that was me and their little kid was cutting that rope, I would want them to pay for my fucking therapy, too. Same here. And my mother would have whooped my monkey ass. And here's Actef, and he's like, the fucking fuck. What's wrong with this fucking kid? Yeah. Great timing, Actef! <laughs> oh. Yeah, my mother would have beat my ass within an inch of my life. God. So, what's next? Uh, you should take a look, Ari. I think yeah, you know, Ari, should... why don't you take this yes. one? I got a bad feeling about this. Uh, no. It's not what you think. Okay. Porn queens raise 
5 million yen for AIDS charity of boob aid. Huh. <laughs> group of Japanese porn actresses were 5 million at the weekend having their breasts squeezed by fans at boob aid charity event for AIDS prevention. What? <laughs> hey! 100 yen to squeeze um, J.A.B.'s actresses' tits for AIDS research charity? I'll do it! <laughs> the nine adult movie stars sporting yellow campaign t-shirts rolled up their breasts, flash a big smile at as punters, really, that's what they're going with here? Punters? Approached them at an event that opened Saturday. Fans sprayed their hands with disinfectant before touching, quite discreetly in many cases. Now it's impressing as Ponza got herself a Buddhist prayer <laughs> before and after. Wow. Yeah. The event was part of a 24-hour Stop AIDS campaign event in Tokyo, which was also televised live on Japanese adult cable. And... Well, they ended up raising five million for it. Stop Yikes! Bad. So, uh, what is that in uh, dollars? That's uh, uh, five million, like fifty thousand dollars, somewhere around there. I think it's more than that. I think it's like a hundred and something yen to a dollar. All right, come but, on. But uh, hey, if they want, if that's what floats our boat. More right. Good for them. Five million yen equates to a little bit over forty-seven and a half thousand dollars. That's so that's about close. Yeah. So yeah, that was fun. I think Mako threw us a break this threw us a bone this week. Oh, sort of. <laughs> Speaking of uh, potty humor, oh. um, Japan rolls out a campaign to stockpile toilet paper. Uh, usually when you're thinking about uh, disaster savings, you're thinking about food, you're thinking about water, well, the industry in Japan um, is actually thinking about toilet paper. Um, basically, one of the most earthquake-bound uh, areas in Japan is the area that actually produces toilet paper. So, they're coming up with a tightly rolled single-layer toilet paper that lasts more than twice as long as a regular roll. A family of four should be able to survive for a month on a six-roll pack. It's priced at about $4.40, and it's got a five-year expiration date. I'm guessing to hold the vacuum seal. It says that 41% of the country's toilet paper supply comes from the uh, Shizuoka Prefecture in central Japan. And they say that there's a higher than 80% chance of a major offshore quake in that area in the next 30 years. So official war officials warned that a nationwide toilet paper shortage for about a month in such disaster could happen. One square so, for tinkle, two squares for dump. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, and they're ba they basically were talking about um, during the last earthquake and the tsunami that they basically learned the lesson that 
nine months after that disaster, you know, toilet paper was actually added to the recommended items list because they had actually gone through a shortage. Somehow so, I'm reminded of, like, in the opening days of, like, the war on terror when people were... when uh, there was an off... there was an off mention of having duct tape on hand at in your home and duct tape just flew up literally at just about every shelf and every store you could imagine. Mm-hmm. And then looking at the comments... Uh... One of them says, so another sales campaign to get rid of overproduction. I remember last year we were unable to get our favorite paper for a couple of weeks. Not that all paper was gone. Now, what? I just realized something, Mako. Hmm? We forgot to talk about something we did over the weekend. What was that? The ALS Ice Bucket Challenge. Oh, yeah. That. Yes. After being called out by five times, I did it. I called out all the staffers at Vogue Network, Kinmoku Revolution, and Kyle Bear. And act deaf, I salute you for taking in the call, for heeding the call, sir. Yeah, well, to top that... Oh, boy. I called out everybody on the fan page for Kyle Bear. Everybody on the fan fa- fan page for Michelle Knotts, and everybody that listens, watches, comments, participates at the Vogue Network. Oh. That includes all of you, lovely people. Oh goody! I even told my coworkers they did. They they haven't even asked to see the video, but if they do, I'll gladly pull it up. All right, let's take our last break and wrap things up. What do you say? Sure. Sure, sure. Shay, Shay, we'll be back. Cascara, que bom, dizendo que eu vou testar, 
You know, we actually finished a, pr a little bit early tonight. I'm, I'm kind of liking that. Yeah, That's well, so this is like what happened. Well, this is what happens when there really isn't a lot of anime news. Uh, that too. I think we should try to get back down to this time format. At least try to. Well, there's only one thing stopping us, and that's you putting a shit ton of articles in our lineup. Duly noted. <laughs> so next week, half as many articles. Well, thanks for listening to us tonight. We really appreciate that. We truly do. So if you can, if you have any questions about the podcast, drop us a line at podcast at animejamsession.com. Let us know what's on your mind. We're ready to believe you. But also definitely check out our website at AnimeJamSession.com. Um, the Otakon article will be up shortly. Don't worry about it. Plus we have some more stuff coming. We, are, uh, we have some more reviews coming up soon as well. And we're going to be expanding back on to VOG. We got some... I brought in another writer who's going to do some stuff for both sites. So let's see how that works out. I think it's going to be pretty fun. Um... If you can't access our site for any reason due to firewalls or whatever, you can always find our podcast in multiple locations. You can find us on Podcast Alley, iTunes, Stitcher, Miro, Double Twist, Blueberry, Xbox Music, and TuneIn Radio. And if you listen to us on iTunes and Stitchers, uh, five-star reviews, please. That's all we're asking. That's cool, you know? Uh, YouTube, youtube.com slash TV. Uh, the New York Comic Con video should be going up shortly. I actually have time to pull that off tomorrow. Yay. If you want to follow us individually on YouTube, you can find me at youtube.com slash djronmas. Ari is at Ari22682. And Mako-chan is at Jupluna. And if you go there, you'll find her video of the ALS Ice Bucket Challenge. Twitter. Twitter.com slash session. Follow us there when we're going live on VOD, when articles are going up, photos, videos, all types of stuff, you name it. What conventions we're going to, we got that covered. If you want to follow us individually on YouTube, you can find uh, me at DigiVanMess, Ari is at the Ari Man, and Mako is over at Joe Videa. Facebook, facebook.com slash Anime Jam Session. To the 2,816 fans, thank you. I re we really appreciate you liking the page, Liking the articles, the photos, the videos, the comments, everything. As long as you continue to like what we have, we're going to keep adding more content for you. If you want to follow us individually on Facebook, you can find me at facebook.com slash imdjronmas or that guy. And on there you'll find my video of the ALS Ice Bucket Challenge. I'll have to post it on, on YouTube real soon. You can find Mako at Makoto Makochan Kino. And Ari is at Ari Rockefeller. And as I said at the top of the show, we are on the VOG Network twice a week. We're live Tuesdays at 9.30 Eastern. Encore Thursday at 1. But VOG is Voice of Geeks. We're not the only geek-centric podcast on this network. If you like Star Trek, it's a Star Wars Power Coupling podcast. If you like reviews of books, movies, television programming, well, you know what's going on with pop culture... Uh, British programming, Doctor Who. We have four different programs for you. We have Critical Myth, British Invaders, Pot Culture, and Understation Live. Four different programs, four different points of view on four different times during the week. So definitely check that out. And if you like what we do on Anime Jam Session at 
check out Electric Sisterhood. They're on before us at 8 o'clock, so definitely check them out. And once again, congratulations to them for hitting episode 400. They just dropped 401. Definitely check it out. If you like World of Warcraft, Final Fantasy XIV, other MMOs, you want to check out WoW Wednesdays. It's Girls Gone WoW at 12, followed by Horde House at 10, and Horde House is live. And Rob and crew will be back this week for, I think, for a new episode of Horde House. If not, you'll see them on Sunday. And that brings us to the Bobby Blackwolf Show and Orange Lounge Radio. All that fun starts Sundays at 8 p.m. It's the cornerstone of the VOG Network. You definitely want to check out these shows if you like hearing talk about video games. If you want to hear it from an independent point of view where you actually have a voice in what says in the matter and you want to hear what you have to say, definitely check out these shows. It all starts at 8 and the whole crew will be back so they'll be definitely talking about Dragon Con. And if you missed Dragon Con, check out Understanation Live Saturdays at 10 with Travis and Jess. And we'll go around the room. Last words, Ari. I now have a separate Waterfox instance opening that has all sorts of tabs for uh, fanfics I want to read. God help me. <laughs> Mako. Um, celebrities need to realize that when they post stuff on Twitter and Facebook, that shit is going to be screen capped. So erasing all of it does not help your issue and still makes you look like an asshole. Is this the whole CeeLo Green thing? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I read about that. I was like, that can't be right. Read another source. I was like, wow. Yeah, he he basically um, was going through a court case, uh, was charged with something, um, but basically he gave ecstasy to a woman. And uh, on his Twitter was discussing the case and basically said, if a woman is not conscious, how does she know that she was raped? How can you call that rape? Wow. That's... Fuck that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Basically was um, because a woman called him out uh, because uh, she did not... She did ecstasy with him. Mm -hmm. Remembered meeting him and then remembers waking up in his bed. Yikes. So he was defending himself by saying um, that because she was unconscious, that doesn't mean that it was rape. Yes, it does. Yeah. Smooth move, Xlax. Yeah, so he deleted his Twitter, deleted those comments, and then at some point today put his Twitter back up and said that uh, the alleged comments or something like that were taken out of context. Uh, taken out of context, and just like, uh, no, you you did that. Now, I'll, His I'll big s- one was women who have really been raped. Remember. Now, here's one thing. Even I can say, when you're on Twitter, it's kind of hard to get your point across in 140 characters. But still, when you say something that blatant, you can't hide behind that. And as Ranger Serena says, thanks, CeeLo, for perpetrating another black stereotype. Yeah, so I just, I find it amusing that, you know, celebrities think that they can just delete everything and it's gone. Meanwhile, there are people out there that screen cap that shit. So it's live on the internet forever. Yep. 
Uh, my final thoughts. After this, I'm going to sit down and eat my the rest of my dinner. I couldn't finish it, so I'm going to go back and eat my hot wings. And because of this cold that I have, I'm not going to feel it, so it's going to be perfectly okay. But it'll clear up my sinuses. Have fun with that. Oh, I will. I will. Uh, looking at the schedule, we will still be here. This is episode 180. We are on the road to episode 200. I have no idea what we're going to do, but we have plenty of time because episode 200 is not until when we come back from holiday break in January, so... We'll figure something out. Maybe Maka will bake us a cake. I don't know. I'll probably do something for a Q by the Sea in three weeks. Eh, good enough. Close enough. Um, yeah, that's basically it. So, we're going to get up on out of here. So, so are we good, people? Are we good? Yeah, we're good. All right. Yeah. All right. Cool. So, I'm Ranma. I'm Ari. I'm Mako-chan. Great fight, great night. See you next week. Bye-bye. Night. Say goodnight, Mako-chan. Goodnight, Mako-chan. Now I feel like watching Tiny Toons. That would be fun. It would. I would have also accepted Animaniacs. No, but that's why I ripped it from originally. This podcast has been a production of Anime Jam Session and AJS Productions. No fanboys and fangirls were hurt, maimed, shot, electrocuted, or pistol whipped in this episode. For now. The views, opinions, and thoughts expressioned on the show do not reflect the staff or the network as a whole. But we're still right, damn it! For transcripts of this episode, start typing. Check us out at AnimeJamSession.com and VogNetwork.com for more information about us and other programming. Jamathane!